Welcome back to Whiteout Weekly. I am Dave Barron here with my esteemed co-host, Matty Martellucci, here on our fifth glorious victory week after a 41 to 13 throbbing of the Northwestern Wildcats. A 11 a.m. Central kickoff was definitely a bring your own juice game. The <laughs> offense very clearly left their juice back in State College. BYOG. Bring your own guts. Uh, retrieved it at halftime, but the defense was flying out the gate. Uh, Matt, I'm going to throw a couple numbers at you because I think obviously the biggest concern coming out of a 41 to 13 win, it's hard to find some concerns there, but mm-hmm. the biggest concern still is the explosiveness, especially out the gate from the offense. So Penn State leads the nation so far this year with 11 touchdown drives of 50 yards or less. So that's defense and our... So that's defense flipping the field, offense taking what the defense gives you. Um, So I believe Mike Yersich had some comments today where he's still not satisfied where the offense is yet. They had a Mm -hmm. couple chances towards the end of the game where they were letting Aller let it loose i believe he had a bomb to amari evans that he just just overthrew him uh out of his outstretched arms but like i said it's 41 to 13 win 41 to 13 win rather uh they regained that juice at halftime and blew the doors off northwestern in the second half uh they got bo perbula some much needed reps uh, as he came in and I think Bo Perbula is the cover king for this year's Penn State squad. He, he is. did against West Virginia. Does it and against it's under the best guys ever where it's like, these are valuable reps for backup <laughs> sophomore. You know, we got to yeah. score touchdowns still. So it's for the cover kings. Keep and for the, for the 15th time, laying down our guard, we realized it wasn't a fake meal. So – Yes. And everyone, all of our followers, we appreciate you calling us out on it. Yes. Thanks but, for the uh, football the moment, It definitely looked like a fake meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we and realized the- after the fact that. Our bad. Our bad. Yeah, our bad. But nonetheless, uh, Penn State covers again. So they're undefeated straight up and against the spread. It's another stat, Matt. They are one of five teams that are in that category. We got Penn State. Oregon, Oklahoma, Syracuse, and Liberty are the only remaining teams that are undefeated both straight up and against the spread. You could not list five different (laughs) teams. I would never have guessed those five teams in a billion guesses. Neither would I. You kidding me? You kidding me? I got some stats to throw right back at you, Dave. Here we go. So Penn State, we all know the Big Ten East is king, dominates the Big Ten West. So much so that since 2016, Penn State is 20 and five straight up against Big Big Ten West teams, and 15 nine and one against the spread. And just to go over the dominance of the past year and three games. We are 6-0 and straight up and 5-1 against the spread against Big Ten West teams in the past two years. The only this that was dominance, difference of, you know, 
competitiveness in the divisions, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. Abolish it all. Last year. One conference. And uh, got three more for you here. Lay them on me. Lying down on just that. I'm coming. I'm coming with the heat. <laughs> and in recovery. I'm looking at stats all, all week. So that is Penn State's ninth straight win by 14 or more points. Their 12th straight game scoring 30 or more points. And they have scored in 32 straight quarters, which all three of those are the longest active streak in all of college football. So people, you know, I've heard over the internet, some people kind of trying to trash Penn State's name being like, oh, they're not all that. Who have they played? Mm -hmm. Numbers speak for themselves. We are one of the premier offenses when we get it going in college football. But like you said, it is a little concerning that we have slow starts, but thank God we have the feet. You can't really see it. The sling, the faceless defense shirts on sale. I was so happy when the announcer was like, you never know who's going to get there. It's just a white hat. It's just a nameless faceless defense. And I was that like, was thank you. <laughs> All my nerd Game of Thrones references finally paid <laughs> off. Um, so I want to talk about, obviously, we're going into the bye week. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about, because I love your Penn State knowledge of the underclassmen and everything. I want to know a couple underclassmen that have surprised you the most so far this season. I think one for me, uh, I've really been impressed with Zion Tracy. Um, so he was one of the freshmen that we indicated at the beginning of the year that was greenlit and was going to be playing out the gate. Um, had a big play uh, this past week against Northwestern on the fake punt that they tried to run. Um, so it was fourth and short, and then he ended up making a big time stop on special teams. So he hasn't gotten quite the amount of reps uh, quite yet on defense uh but he's been in there in spots but really making a name for himself like i mentioned this past week on special teams and all throughout the year um so with him being just a true freshman just goes to show like we mentioned with all the freshmen that played last year and heading into lat into this year really the coaching staff and this and this team continue to make a statement for future prospects that hey if you come in ready to play, you're going to get an opportunity to play, whether it's on defense, offense, special teams. Uh, you're going to have an opportunity to make a name for yourself. So been really impressed with Zion Tracy. Um, and then also I'd say on the offensive side is Drew Shelton. Um, so he hasn't yeah. necessarily been a starter, um, but he's kind of assumed that Bryce Efner role uh, that he had last year where he's able to – really coming in in spots um, and play in multiple positions across the offensive line, both tackle positions, which will continue to be key because what we haven't mentioned yet is there was a injury that took place on the offensive line uh, against yes. Northwestern with JB, uh, JB Nelson going down, which is a, a big loss after having already lost Landon Tengwall due to uh, medical retirement at the beginning of the year. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, they get Ione stepped right in. Uh, but that offensive line depth that we feel so confident in and that we've seen a lot of great strides from last year and even heading into this year already with, uh, going to need to continue to see that, especially from someone like Drew Shelton, where you could see that in an instant, that depth can truly uh, be tested. Uh, so really looking for him to continue to make a name for himself uh, in a number of ways on that offensive line. And like we said, I think in the first podcast, this is probably the first year that we're very confident, not only in the starting offensive line, but the depth behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vega Iona just goes to show it. He was had the fourth most uh, offensive snaps among offensive linemen with 57 and was PFF's fourth highest rated pass blocker with the 72 79, sorry, 79.5 pass blocking grade. So he did a phenomenal job filling in for J.B. Nelson, wishing the best for him. Mm-hmm. But I think we're in good hands, um, you know, regarding some of these injuries that hopefully don't last the whole season. But mm-hmm. in terms of just like plug and play for a couple of weeks, we got some guys. For sure. Um, another guy I wanted to shout out, not part of my surprise picks, but Trey Potts. Mm-hmm. He, I, I have so much respect for him because he's a senior, Richard senior, correct? Mm-hmm. Coming in, the third back behind two true sophomores and, you know, just taking it by stride, leading those guys setting an example in the locker room when he's given the opportunity, he's absolutely crushing it. Had two touchdowns, one receiving one rushing against Northwestern. And those are the kind of guys that you just absolutely love to have in your locker room. Yeah, I think definitely, uh, I think at the beginning of the season may have been overlooked, but a, a key pickup by this coaching staff as well. So identifying that, hey, we lost Kevon Lee to the transfer portal. Very fortunate last season, the fact that Singleton and Allen were able to go the distance. And obviously we're praying for that again this year, knock on wood, every piece of wood you got, <laughs> as they've been extremely effective. But to be able to have that third back in there, to be able to take reps and continue to give the underclassmen time. So looking at Cam Wallace and London Montgomery and some of those younger guys that came into the program Mm -hmm. that don't necessarily need to produce right away, but continue to get reps in practice, but have a proven tested guy who would have gotten more reps at Minnesota, if not for Muhammad uh, Ibrahim. Yeah. To be able to go and get a guy like that out of the portal was a very sneaky acquisition and he's proven big time dividends already this year. And it also helps because I mean, put it in realistic terms, Singleton and Keytron are still true sophomores. Mm-hmm. So they might not have the best game. So it's good to have a third back that you can kind of rotate the hot hand mm-hmm. every once in a while. Uh, my two surprising picks are actually on defense. Safety, Kevin Winston Jr., sophomore. He has been, I think every time I've seen him lined up against a tight end, he's making some kind of play against mm-hmm. the ball. He's an absolute ball hawk and a force in the run game. I'm 
so excited for this kid's potential. So he's been targeted six times and allowed one reception for one yard. So that's a 39.6 NFL pass rating when he's targeted. He also has a forced incompletion as well as a pass breakup, a fumble recovery. And in the running game, he has 13 total tackles, nine of them solo and two stops, which according to PFF are plays that result in a negative or no gain for the offense. And then my second pick is my Philly Bull. We're going to call him the Prowler, Keon Wiley. He has been absolutely electric on special teams and in the run game, just making explosive plays all over the place. Seven tackles, four solo, and three defensive stops. And mind you, these are in limited snaps so he's making the most of when he sees the field he's making the most of it and back to uh zion tracy speaking of special teams he's third on the team in special teams tackles or tied for a second actually Mm -hmm. with two two solo special teams tackles for zion all three phases baby Mm -hmm. So before we head into the greatest betting competition of all time, which was shaken up this past week, let us go around the trenches, a.k.a. around the Big Ten. Trenches on three. One, two, three. Woo! That regular gas. We run diesel premium only. The hot, hot. Voice cracked on the snap. Personal foul. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. We played it there. Yeah, so starting off, Michigan welcoming their their Lord and Savior back, uh, Mr. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> First game back after a four-game suspension, which uh, I think Michigan could have won any of those games with anyone at the helm. Uh, played a their first real complete game. Uh, as they demolished Nebraska 45-7. to seven. Uh, So Michigan continues to show that they will continue to remain uh, as top of the class in the Big Ten East. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't follow that game much, but I saw J.J. McCarthy was just absolutely accurate, accurate as can be. And was Harbaugh wearing the classic khakis tucked in? You know it. Yeah, of course. Hate that. Hate that. Yeah. But uh, so Michigan continues to be a formidable foe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iowa, after their whiteout shutout in Happy Valley, bounced back to beat a very ailing Michigan State team uh, at home at Kinnick. They were losing at one point. But starting quarterback Cade McNamara left that game injured. And sources are saying that it, they believe it is a torn ACL that will <sighs> sideline him for the remainder yeah. of the season. I uh, hate to see that for anyone, but especially Cade, who last year 
uh, was basically a medical red shirt his last year at Michigan as he was injured, uh, which ended up giving the job to McCarthy. Um, but to see him go down again here, uh, tough pill to swallow, but definitely tough for the Hawkeyes, especially with a offensive coordinator, Brian Ferentz, who's on the hot seat and with a contract incentive uh, for the team to score 325 points total this year. Uh, that definitely That's puts in his contract. Bit, uh, yes. That's crazy. Got an incentive uh, for the team. I believe it's 325 total points, which is about 26 points a game, 26, 27. So that is definitely in jeopardy. Uh, is that in a I lot think, of contracts? I think this one may have been specifically because of Iowa's known struggles on offense that they needed to ensure that they had a rebound here. I need to look that up because, like, the last couple of weeks, you might want to take the team total over. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, so the head coach gets his incentive. So I'm going to write that. That's a little sharp play right there. Yeah, buddy. Coach incentives. But uh, but otherwise, Iowa bounces back. Like I said, Michigan State going down the toilet. Uh, some rumors swirling about uh, – uh, friendly Big Ten coach Urban Meyer, whose name is being tossed around the ringer as a potential candidate. Oh, my God. The guy just can't seem to get away from coaching, no matter how disastrous he, his last stop was. But that would, that would be a bonfire if he coached at Michigan State. Are you kidding me? That would be just lighting the fuse. It absolutely would. I, but we shall it, see how that – uh, Please. Please, please <laughs> do it. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, continuing around the Big Ten East, Maryland destroying the Indiana Speakers. 44-17, Talia with a big-time game, 350 yards, five-plus tutties. He's he's legit. He is legit. legit. That offense is legit, so very interested to see their matchup with Ohio State this week. Nice little uh, test there. Uh, Put some additional tape uh, out there for Penn State to study. Uh, post UMass, but obviously we're focused on UMass. Mm-hmm. What I know every week. Uh, With Maryland, though, they just have they have so many weapons. They had two guys go for over 100 yards receiving, Deshaun mm-hmm. Jones and Ty Felton. And then their star running back, Roman Hemby, was kind of struggling to get his game going. And they bring in Antoine Littleton, who just absolutely crushes it. Mm-hmm. So they're looking very formidable on offense. Defense is a little suspect. Mm-hmm. Has some some gaps that we can take advantage of, I think, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mar- Maryland is a legit team. Yeah, they're legit. Um, they're staying afloat. The Big Ten East still undefeated, so they're hanging in there. Um, wrapping up the Big Ten East, you got Rutgers. Uh demolishes might as well call them sisters of the poor university but it was wagner 52 to 3 uh but Rutgers improves the four and one they got a big time test this week at wisconsin followed by a home matchup versus michigan state if Rutgers could pull off the upset this week they would be six and one heading into a big time matchup against the buckeyes in piscataway so that could get very very interesting if Rutgers can continue this hot streak. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think that Rutgers team is dangerous, man. I think they they've all bought in to the head coach, their quarterback. I'm blanking on his name right now. 
the Rutgers quarterback is mm. a true dual threat, has an arm accuracy, and then their running back, uh, Monangai, he's so, yeah. a home run threat. So they can, they've, they're on like RPO mixes combined with, you know, pro formation. Yeah. Yeah. Shiano's got him bought in. And actually, sorry, I just looked it up. Uh, Gavin Wimsett is the Rutgers. Yes. Yes. He's definitely been playing well. Um, But yeah, little interesting story there for Rutgers. So we'll see how their next two weeks fare. And then wrapping up with the Big Ten West, uh, Minnesota survives the raging Cajuns as they come to Minneapolis uh, with 35, 24 victory to stay in the thick of that big 10 West race. That's exactly the note I wrote. Minnesota <laughs> survives. <the> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that uh, Illinois continues to fall off the face of the earth after a promising season last season, but Purdue seems to be getting their stride back as Ryan Walters gets a little revenge on his former team uh, with the Boilermakers knocking off Illinois 44-19 to wrap up week five in the Big Ten. Yeah, so out of those teams we talked about, obviously Ohio State's first. But then we have Indiana at home, Mm -hmm. which not too worried about it, but, you know, they're – kind of getting in their stride. Then we go to Maryland, mm-hmm. which is the week before the Fox Big Noon kickoff against Michigan at home. Mm-hmm. Not trying to look ahead too much, but that at Maryland game, I hope James Franklin just like ties mousetraps to the ceiling and like in the old school days in the locker room, just mm-hmm. to remind everybody, hey, this is a trap game. Yeah. Like, be on your be on your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Everyone get ready to go. This is not a normal game. This is a yeah. For sure. And then after Michigan, we have Rutgers. Mm-hmm. So that's a Maryland, Michigan, Rutgers. I never mm-hmm. thought I would say it, but that's a that's a tough three-game stretch. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have to go at Maryland. Yeah. A different story if that was at home. Um, just one last thing on Minnesota. They uh they have no air attack at all. Cl- uh Manis, not the dude, not mm-hmm. the guy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh Zach Evans had a good game without their number one running back. Mm-hmm. But I watched some of that game and their rush defense is suspect. Mm-hmm. Very suspect. I know we don't play them, but that was the last I had on the around the trenches as we head into week number six. Week number six mm-hmm. of the greatest betting competition on planet Earth, <laughs> the Big Ten betting bonanza. Cue the music. It is white. What am I talking about? It is 
the Big Ten betting bonanza and things in the standings got shaken, shaken, shaken up last week. Finally, I am above 500. Probably for the first time in a year and a half, I think I'm above 500, which is incredible for me. Last week, long journey. I hit Michigan minus 17 and a half, Michigan, Nebraska over 39 and a half, and Penn State team touchdowns over four and a half. Again, the cover freaking Kings. <laughs> That's a three and a week for me. My second because we both went three and oh. Yeah. My second of the season. That brings me to eight and seven with eight bonanza points. Dave, help me out. He went one and two last week. He won with the Cover Kings. Mm-hmm. Penn State minus 26 and a half. And then Davy Totals not living up to the Mm-mm. to the nickname lost on the Illinois Purdue under 53 and a half. That was 44-19. Wait, did that go over? And he went out. Yeah, yeah, he went under. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm used to you taking over so all the time. I know, me too. Maybe I switch that up. <laughs> and then another under 49 and a half lost that one minnesota against those feisty raging cajuns so dave on the year <clears throat> sorry balls two seven and eight but more importantly he's still in the lead with nine bonanza points because of that money line victory who who was that who'd you bet on for that i was it early was... Virginia Tech, wasn't it? Or Purdue at Virginia Tech? Uh, Purdue, yeah, dude, Purdue. Yeah. After, oh, yeah, after I explained their meltdown, you're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. obviously going to take them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is my first time going first. You have the honors. Check it out. Uh, okay. So we talked Iowa, how they won. They are three and one this year. Mm-hmm. Need some more Big Ten wins to be able to compete in that dreadful Big Ten West. Next week, they have Wisconsin, who's also three and one. I'm going to take Purdue. What's the spread there? I think it's one and a half. Purdue money line plus 110. I like it. I had that one on my board. I thought they were going to be getting points there. Yeah, especially with that Cade news. Yeah, fuck, that's a weird spread. Eh, whatever. 
sticking. Stick with your guns. If I changed it and it hit, it would devastate me. All right, Dave boy. Dave totals. All right. I'm going to snatch this one up in case you're leaning this way. Take what I've eaten, baby. But I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to ride the Maryland hot streak. I think plus 19 and a half is a lot of points. I understand it's at the shoe. And Ohio State's a very formidable foe. But I do believe in Maryland's offense. Not totally sold on Ohio State's defense. So I'm going to take the Terps plus 19 and a half in the shoe. That's a great pick. That was my second pick. Probably tell after I was hyping them up, <laughs> turning around the trenches. Um, trying to find this spread here again. Same theory. Wisconsin faces Iowa next week. Both three and one. Going to be a huge Big Ten West battle. A little bit of a look ahead, and guess who they're playing. The other team I was hyping up. So I'm going to take. Rutgers. So their money line is. Plus 425. Would I get a seven for that? Yeah, it's definitely a seven. That can change everything. I'm going to take the points. Plus 14. Rutgers plus 14 at Wisconsin. like that pick. Got to play it safe while we're neck and neck. All right. For my second pick, talking about how I think Illinois is kind of falling off a cliff this year. I really don't like either team this matchup but i think nebraska this is their moment so i'm gonna take the corn huskers money line plus 136 against the fighting illini nebraska money line plus 126 plus 136 they're plus three and a half point dogs plus 136 is that at um, Illinois, At Illinois in Champaign. Yep. Well, there goes two. Okay. I got a fifth. I only have one star on it because I'm not that confident in it. But let me get the updated. Okay. I'm going to go. <clears throat> Back to the horseshoe, Maryland, Ohio State. A couple episodes ago, I mentioned Ohio State, great front four, one of the best pass rushing front fours in college football. They are weak against the run. Maryland has Roman Hemby and just so many weapons, slightly weak defense. Obviously, Ohio State has all the weapons in the world. That over under is 57 and a half. I'm going to go over mm. 57 and a half Maryland, Ohio State. 
Like it. A lot of points on the board there. A lot of points. What is that? 80 touchdowns. They can do it. All right. For my final pick, I'm going to go back to Kinnick Stadium, Iowa, Purdue. Think offense is really going to struggle again with Cade out the ball game. I got the over under at 39 and a half. I'm going to take the under in this one and a 3.30 p.m. Eastern Big Ten brawl. Uh, wait, Iowa against who? Iowa, Purdue, under 39 and a half. Dude, you're, we just talked. You're on under. I know. You're not going to take an over? No, I'm going with the under. 39, right? 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Bang. Back to the drawing board if it doesn't hit. But uh, I'm feeling good about this one. One, yeah, one of these unders got to hit. Come on. Got to hit. Come on. Just keep keep taking unders. We'll see what happens. <laughs> see if this bad boy stays in PA or not. Uh-uh. <laughs> Coming down to Texas. Best trophy ever. <laughs> well, thank uh One more announcement. Since it is the bye week, we are going to do a bye week giveaway. There will be an announcement on our Twitter and Instagram about entry rules. We're possibly linking up with Penn State jerseys for a grand prize. But we will have, as other prizes, uh, some autographed cards, some of our merch. And once you're prize that is going to be the grand prize which is pretty freaking cool if you win that one so details of that will be out later once again we appreciate all of you especially the ones that you know kept us on our game saying that wasn't a fake Neil. keep us on our toes i love it absolutely love it got some real football fans in the whiteout weekly community but that will do it for the bye week episode, we will see you next week where we preview the UMass game and everything that goes around the Big Ten this week. Thanks, guys. Enjoy another undefeated week. Thanks, guys. Let's go. Let's go.